Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Donneron podcast. Uh, my name is Bo, and I forgot that last time. <laughs> well, I am Don. And uh, today, as promised last week, we're going to talk about uh, Fallout 2. Oh, yeah. And Fallout 2, I told you guys last week about how I, <laughs> um, my parents had bought me Fallout because my parents didn't realize that video games ever had anything bad in them. Yeah. They were video games. Uh, the- I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't play Donkey Kong uh, 64 because it had hell. Really? Your parents wouldn't let you play them? No, I, I saw that it had hell in it. <laughs> and I was afraid to play it. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't even think... I think it was. I think I, I misheard something in the rap as hell. As, I'm sorry, H-E-double. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, I was absolutely so the... I was, uh, I was absolutely the trashy kid that just loved everything <laughs> I wasn't supposed to do. And... Um, so my parents, the only two bad video games in the world were Doom and Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Everything else was yeah, g- yeah. like, everything else was fine. They had no idea. So I was like, Fallout. And uh, my dad looked at it, and I guess he was like, oh, it kind of reminds me of the Road Warrior. I'll buy it yeah, yeah, um, yeah. for the kid. But um, thing, what it, this was at an age where I was discovering, particularly in PC games, because I played a lot of Daggerfall. Mm-hmm. I played a shit ton of Daggerfall. I played a, uh, a ton of Fallout. And uh, the th- so I was more getting interested in games where you had freedom to do things. And Fallout 2, at the time that I played it, had the most things you could do. You can, in Fallout <laughs> 2, have a shotgun wedding. Mm-hmm. You could fuck a farmer's daughter, and he will force you to marry her. Mm-hmm. You can have sex with a mob boss's daughter. And his wife. <laughs> and his wife, that's right. right. after the other. One right one after, right after the, the other. other. Uh, as you're sneaking out. That's right. As you're sneaking out. She's right down the hall. Like She will catch you and be like, and she knows what you did. Yeah. And that's why she wants you to do like she, Like she even asks you if you used a condom because that's a gameplay mechanic. And, and if you right. say no, she says, well, maybe I'll get a grandbaby. <laughs> While you're in bed with her. So... So I was not prepared in junior high for this. Oh my god, I was, it was a good Catholic. You could become a drug addict. Yeah, you definitely you could can kill people by pick reverse pickpocketing too many drugs in their pocket, and of course they can't resist. <laughs> and if you do it to the president, no one will respond. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not gonna bother him. You can become a porn star. Legitimately, <laughs> you can select a porn name, yeah. that, and you have a list four pages long to choose from. And the one I always pick, despite having four pages in my 19 million playthroughs, Arnold Schwollenpecker. Yes. Each time. You can get fired from your job as a porn star for being a drug addict. If you show up on Jet, the director will berate you and tell you to get your junky ass out of his thing. You could clean yourself up from being a, jo- a jet addict. Get your job back as a porn star. Um, you, <laughs> so many good movies being pitched here. You, you can meet the president of the United States. You could kill the president of the United States by giving him jet, and he does not have the wherewithal to resist jet just sitting in his pocket, and he will die. Um, Dan Quayle is right there. <laughs> you can... Um, Oh my God! There's just you. Oh. Th- there's almost you can. There's almost nothing you can't do in this game. You get a car. You, you can. You can rebuild car. an old classic and drive around, but you can never refuel it. So once you're done, you're done. You can, uh, you can use a plasma battery. What? Your ammunition counts as elect. Uh, it's an electric car. You plug your atomic battery for a plasma gun. If you just don't use energy weapons, you actually have pretty much infinite fuel. Really? I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I never knew that. You stick, um, you stick it like you stick like it's in it's inventory, but I, I think that's how it works. 
So, uh, but the concept of the game, it, we, we had fun with that, but the concept yeah. of the game actually is really, really, really cool. And that is the vault dweller at the end of the first one wanders into the wasteland mm-hmm. alone without... Turns out he founded a village. Yeah, he finds a few tribals. There's primitive people that now have him of some sort of... He's a, a reverential figure. He has knowledge of how first aid and things like that. He's a he's the lawgiver. <laughs> right. Now, he's dead. He's long yeah. dead by the time but this game starts. But he did have children. And you are the third, a third generation removed descendant of him. Your first quest is to go through this really weird dungeon, yeah. especially weird for Fallout because it feels like of sh- the, it's Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> yes, it, it feels exactly like that old. Sh- it feels like an old RPG. Uh, it's the most RPG dungeon in Fallout, and it's weird because this is in California, which so this is either a movie set they live right. in, or. Um, <laughs> the vault dweller just put him to work. And uh, I almost felt like it was always tongue-in-cheek because the tagline to Fallout was uh, the RPG leaves the dungeon. Yeah. So the very first thing you do in Fallout 2, going through the, in any way, it, it's to claim the uh, the attire of your ancestors. Yes, the jumpsuit. Which suit. is the Vault 13 jumpsuit. <laughs> and you are given a pit, his Pip-Boy. His Pip-Boy. Um, and you are tasked with finding the Gek. Yes, because it's been a bad year. Big drought, mm-hmm. and the crops are failing. And your mentor figure, is the a, witch doctor, the witch doctor, he's a really cool guy. Like, well, uh, I can't. Or remember is he? Is he referred to as the medicine man? Medicine man, witch doctor. Yeah, he he, he, he has literal <laughs> powers, mind powers. He, he can, can talk to you yeah. telepathically, and he, and they never explain why. Yeah, and there's like a bunch of like mini quests, which by which you'd expect. Like, there's some uh, ghosts in my garden. There's, like, literal plant monsters. Cause, right. Know, it's sci-fi. Radiation gets into plants, and they become yeah. carnivorous fly traps. You, so it, it teaches you combat. There's some guy who wants water, but he can't make the well work. And you just, like, repair skill five. Oh, I have water. Thank you. Right. Oh, you must be the, the son of the, uh, the grandson or the great-grandson of the vault dweller. He's the only one who knows how pl- plywheels work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, so the medicine man and the elder, the, the village elder, the uh, matron, so, like said, so you must go and find a Gek. The, the thing the vault dweller tells us about this. Which Gek stands for Garden of Eden Creation Garden- Kit. It and was it, what the vault drillers are supposed mm-hmm. to use to make fertile land. Terrafor- it's a terraforming kit, it's, basically. It's uh, got <laughs> everything. It's got a Star Trek replicator. <laughs> it's got uh, selections from the Library of Congress and a pen light. <laughs> I love that little detail. <laughs> and apparently this is a known thing. You ask people about it because like, they're, they're tribals. They like, I, I guess you'd find one in a vault, but we don't really know anything about the world. I guess just ask people about it. And that's kind of an interesting thing because you're playing the game as a tribal. You don't like. It's kind of weird that you can quickly educate yourself through the Pip Boy about neuroscience. Right. <laughs> or cool. You can you can be such a snide asshole with high intelligence, or you can have like one intelligence and have no dialogue at all, just grunting. <laughs> 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 and there's one other character called Tor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you are a low-intelligence character, you have a Boomhauer moment where you you converse like Victorian gentlemen, 
<laughs> through guns. Yes. Like, uh, like if you're an intelligent character, like Tor has some people in his garden that he like he has a he has a problem. Oh, there there be bugmen in my garden. Like, I hate bugmen. They hmm. they scare my moo moos. But if you're low intelligence, oh, oh yes, sir. I have I have mantids attacking my cattle. <laughs> It's very bad for my future, as you see. Oh, I can, I can sympathize, sir. This drought has played hell on wheat futures in my, in my humble village of Arroyo. You have, I have mantids, you see. Well, damn the mantids. Oh, God, damn the mantids. That's our problem. We remove that variable and things will be okay. You're an industrious sort. You will make it through this. Farewell, sir. And then you go, like, take five feet out of uh, Trog's <laughs> village and you're back to going... <laughs> <laughs> like people are like okay go to there and bring me the bag of money and I will give you a geck I don't have a geck but you might try this village <laughs> love being an idiot in this game but for real you sometimes need to give yourself drugs to become a genius <laughs> so that you can actually talk to people so uh, <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> okay, so you, first big place you're probably gonna find is Klamath, mm. and it's kind of a podunk town, but it's built. It's pretty well built up. There, there are. It's not just ruins. They like, have a casino. They have a casino. They've got some city blocks. Um, they've got uh, they've got slums. They've got some ruins that they're living in, but mostly it's just you know take some parts from existing buildings and build new buildings. Mm. Not like Fallout 3, where everyone's just like, well, this apartment building was built 200 years ago. I guess it hasn't fallen down yet. So, <laughs> Anyway, this is where I live. <laughs> I mean, uh, the rent's non-existent, so that's, that's cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, you know, like there's some cool like things. Like There's a literal ghost. There's a literal ghost. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and like some guy has her locket, and she wants it back. And you have encountered a man named Sulik. A tribal like yourself, only he literally has the bone through his nose, and he's just really cool. Oh yeah, like he he's talking to his grandfather Bone or whatever, and he has like spirit guides. Like, <laughs> I, he's I love his commentary because <laughs> like he's talking about like so you're talking to this guy who has that girl's locket, and you're trying to convince him to give you the locket so you can give it back to the ghost, and Sue looks like oh you bad spirits will follow you. Give me the locket. <laughs> And then you give it back to her and she turns into a pile of bones. Uh, there's a, uh, <laughs> there's like, you, you can find the car here to patch that up. Mm-hmm. You can find uh, a crashed helicopter, which is decidedly modern. This is a very recent crash, and there's some dead people in power armor. Oh, yeah. yeah. But they, you can't get it because the power armor is pretty useless, but they're not Brotherhood of Steel. That's an important to note. This is, this is something new. We don't know who it is. So yeah, Klamath. That's just uh, I can't I can't remember much else about Klamath. Let me consult my notes. I don't think there is much I, else. I, to it's, know. it's 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 the starting area. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It is what it is. Not uh, not. It ain't no shady sands though, brother. Yeah yeah. It's uh, shady sands is so good, but it's still around. It's still around. Mm-hmm. Okay. So oh, Trader Vic, Trader Vic. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Trader Vic. You got, he, I think he's at like a, he's got problems with local crime or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Suluk will say after you do the ghost quest, this house is clean now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, you just go on. You, you, you just move on. Because you like, okay, you asked about the Gek. You asked about the Gek. I think Vic might have some leads on where to go. Um, but anyway, there's uh, you need to find a vault. That's probably the best place to find vault tech equipment, mm-hmm. which, Gek, which, which a Gek <laughs> is. And it just so happens that there is a place called Vault City. Okay, you may be a tribal, but you, you, like like uh, Ben Shapiro might not think highly of you and your ability to hold land, or your right to hold land that uh, that is. But wait, has he actually commented on like? Uh, he he's kind of got that Ayn Rand situation where if somebody doesn't have like, oh. if they're if they're if they're on the stock exchange, they're not actually building anything productive. Like Palestinians, for example. Well, if they're so good and productive, why do their buildings keep blowing up? Dude, he's a mess. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a fucking mess. Well, that's just just world philosophy. It'll warp a fragile mind like his. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a good boy, Dion. He'll grow out of it when 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 he hits five eleven, he'll he'll grow out of it. We want to invite you on the show, uh, <laughs> Mr. Shapiro, if you we'll, want to debate we'll, us. We'll by play the Smash. Way. We'll, we'll play, play Smash. S- we'll we, we'll have we'll stay up. And you'd agree with me yep. that we'll if st- I run out of stock, I can't play anymore. We'll so st- we'll, we'll we'll stay up past eleven. And <laughs> we'll we'll eat sugar. And mom won't know. <laughs> He's already too scared to come over. <laughs> We're too rough down here in southern Indiana. <laughs> okay, so uh, you go to Vault City, and of course, there's that. There's a there's a tiered. There's there's a Vault City, and then there's a Vault City. <laughs> right. Like you get to the slums. There's a bunch of people. I love this city. Yeah. Uh, the people here are really racist. Yeah, the, the, like slavery's a thing. <laughs> It's like there are citizens and they're the people who can and will be killed or exiled at the drop of a hat. So when I say I love the city, I want to I want to I want to make clear I don't love what the city is. I love that it's in the game and that it's just such a it's 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 the best class commentary in a video game ever. Yeah, because I I have a thing in post-apocalyptic fiction where I tend to be very forgiving of anyone who seems to have gotten their shit together and put humanity on something akin to civilization. And that's basically Vault City's deal. We are civilized. We have paved streets. We have computers of our own design. We're building new things. Look how beautiful... There's production. Yeah, look how beautiful Tel Aviv is. And it is... (laughs) How can you argue against it? There's no apartheid. Wait... What are you doing on this side of the wall, Mister? You're a second-class citizen. In it, it, third list is not a real party, they, <laughs> dude. And they have such, such a like every NPC has dialogue. And it just adds to the the flavor of this of this town. And uh, apartheid's a great way to describe it. it. It pretty much what it is. Like they're like these second-class citizens are either these residents are part of Vault City, and they can become citizens, but they gotta do it the right way. Mm. By sucking my dick <laughs> to the to the point where I let them in. I don't know exactly. There's no definite. Look, if you just did it better, maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. If we're all making sacrifices. You just put in the work. <laughs> it's so well written. The whole this whole part of the game is so well written. Yeah, I, I know that's right in character for the game, but it's actually not so much fellatio so much as work. Yes, work harder. Uh, but so yeah, you, you need to uh, get in the city, and when you finally do, there is one liberal who says slavery is bad on a street corner. Riot is in progress. 
That's right. Yeah, a rise in progress. This man is saying slavery is bad, which is tantamount to violence. <laughs> and it turns out he is, in fact, up to no good. He is, in fact, a Soros agent from the <laughs> NCR. <laughs> Fomenting dissension in this perfectly innocent, civilized place, <laughs> and it turns I, I, I love the depth because Vault City actually isn't completely in the wrong here because there are raiders attacking. Raiders connected to a mobster in New Reno called the Bishop Family, paid by the NCR to raid Vault City so that the NCR's missionaries can say, "Hey, you know, if you join our Congress." We can provide protection. We can protect each other. It's a protection racket from the good people. The good people of the setting are doing a really cool real politic thing to make the slavers stop being slavers, and it's cool. But, no, and I love that, And uh, but it, it's not going to pass a, uh, a uh, purity test. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's imperialism. That's imperialism. The, uh, <laughs> uh, NCR did an imperialism, so the slavers have to be, you know, like uh, that, that's that's praxis. <laughs> that's praxis. I mean, Assad. I mean, there's social, there's social, there's socialism in that name somewhere. <laughs> I don't know exactly. <laughs> like the Baptists have socialists somewhere in their name. At some at, look, at some point, they had a tenuous connection to the Soviet Union, <laughs> which means they're better than Hillary Clinton, which is all I care about. So, <laughs> uh, I hate Twitter. I hate Twitter so much. Twitter. It makes monsters of us all. It's gonna war- it's gonna warp me, and I don't I don't know what. It's like being dipped in the goo, but you've been. <laughs> I've been exposed to Southern Indiana. I've got coal ash in my hair. I'm not gonna come out. I'm not gonna come out like that lieutenant. I'm gonna be coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But anyway, fall out. Um, <laughs> okay, so you, you gotta get past the racism because you are a tribal, and it's easier if you're intelligent, so you can just talk circles around like, oh yeah. I don't suppose uh, tribal such as you would know anything about a data disk. Oh, um, what format, Mrs. Mrs. I, I prefer Blu-ray myself. <laughs> right, you kind of have to prove that you're a human being yeah. to them. Um, but for the most part, they've got another problem. They need power because the their vault was supposed to power them for just a vault, but now they're growing. They're a city. They've got room to expand, so their population is growing. They're letting immigrants in, we swear. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll be citizens eventually, <laughs> and um, we need power. There is a fact. There is in fact a power plant nearby, the Gecko Reactor. It unfortunately is just crawling with a bunch of impoverished ghouls. And oh, that's yeah, right. And if these ghouls were so industrious, then why are they poor? And, 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 and I mean. I think about it, liberal. liberal. <laughs> and uh, now, checks mix liberal. <laughs> to be fair, the, the the ghouls aren't actually running this reactor particularly well. In fact, it's poisoning the groundwater. Vault City assumes this is intentional, mm-hmm. so they want to kill the ghouls and take over the reactor for themselves. You go to the ghouls, and Harold's there. <laughs> He's looking worse for wear. Yep, but he is like, I'm just tr- like, I know something about reactors. I'm trying to get these guys. Look, I understand it makes perfect sense for them to live here. It's radiated to hell. Nobody wants this place. It heals us. Mm. This is just a win-win situation if I can just get this reactor working. The thing is, we need a hydroflux electromagnetic condenser AC Ultra. Go here and get it. (laughs) Is it an in-vault city? 
I don't I don't remember. It might be, yeah. Because I think you have to go back and you're like, hey, the ghouls can turn it on. Yeah. You just need to work with them. And then she gets she gets pissed. Yeah. Because, uh, because it, she doesn't want to work with them. She a, just wants you to kill them. Yeah. And there's I, I, I know there's ways to do it peacefully. So, there's a way to of. get through it peacefully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I think you could just flat out lie to her. Yeah. You could say I killed them. Give me the thing, to so I, think, I can fix the. Yeah. I can fix the reactor, and you can get the power. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure you just flat out lie. That to makes her. sense. That yeah. makes sense. I mean, I mean, lying is bad though. That's not praxis. That's not praxis. Uh, not praxis. You shouldn't have I mean, to. You shouldn't have to lie to fascists. I mean, you yeah, shouldn't have yeah. to meet fascists in yeah. the middle. Yeah. <laughs> no, I you mean, can't, you can't kill a fascist. Yeah. You can't reason with the fascist. What do you want <laughs> us to do with the fascists? <laughs> No, no, let's be reasonable centrists here. I mean, there's no reason to be dishonest <laughs> and spread propaganda about Gables. <laughs> I mean, he's, I'm sure he has a, he's a good family man. <laughs> no need to be mean. See, we're gonna, I'm going to piss everyone off at this point. I will find your very specific... I'm, I'm, if you are Henry Georgist, I promise I will not attack you because you are right. Land value taxation is proper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So you, you fix the gecko power plant, but there's one other thing you can do in gecko power plant that I really like. That is getting on the computer and like looking up all the like cool backlog. Like this was a power plant that was kind of decommissioned in the middle of a nuclear war, so it wasn't done very well. Which is why it's radiating right. everything. And uh as you're going through the cool logs, the apocalyptic logs, the flavor text of the setting, you come across you accidentally plug into an existing working internet network. And some guy who is on hour 13 of overtime in power armor, like he's in an office job in power armor at a tech support desk, when out of nowhere, he gets a call. And he's like, who the hell is this? And you can totally bullshit with him. Just pretend like you're also at work. Like you, you like, like you working can, hard or hardly working, uh, buddy. Oh, oh, tell me about it. The president has been riding my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hate the president so much. I hate presidents, dude. <laughs> don't get me started on presidents. Oh, tell me about it. Like I, I he, he's got this thing about loyalty. I said something the other day, and I think he overheard me, and that's why I'm working two shifts trying to feed the kids. And on the oil rig, yeah, the oil rig. Ugh, I hate oil rigs. I hate oil rigs. Wait, wait a minute. Where are you? Who is this? Everything is fine here. How are you? Right. <laughs> like, like, okay, I'm gonna. Oh, you get smart with them. Like, oh, come and, oh yeah, come and get me, tough guy. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, and he runs a trace. Like, wait, you're on the mainland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come fight me, bro. So he dispatches a kill team to you, but due to a cut content, they don't actually show up. But I, I, I always took it as it would. It was just took so long you'd be gone. Yeah, yeah. like the ghouls take the, take yeah. the hit for you. But I, I, but that's another hint that there is another faction out there. They have a president, and they have cool power armor, and they're not the Brotherhood of Steel. And they're on a oil rig. On an oil rig. They are not Brotherhood of Steel, and they have cool power armor like that guy in that helicopter yeah. earlier in the game. <clears throat> okay, so Vault City does not have a water chip, but the, uh, they, they, a gek. They, uh, they but they, they played they have, you. Yeah, they played you. They um, they played you hard, but they needed the power because uh, it turns out fascists will play you to get what they want. Yep. Who would who would have guessed? Yep. 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 Well, <clears throat> I figured by voting three third party, they'd understand. That I have great power. 
and you know things would happen. I, I assumed. <laughs> I assumed. I, I, it's probably someone else's fault. I wish Joe Jorgensen <laughs> was like faction you could join and fall out to. Look, I don't understand why everyone's dropping dead from uh, some kind of un- unseen plague. I, I assumed. <laughs> look, I didn't take an act of. I didn't sully myself in fighting the fascists. So I, I, I think I got the. I got the karma. I got the karma. I got karma coming out of my teeth. <laughs> okay, so you know what that was kind of a that was kind of a bust. But you know what, you've got a car. That's cool. That's cool. You're like you've like you met you you met some knights. With like co- uh, coconuts, you, you've met a bunch of weird, wacky '90s uh, <laughs> references. Mm-hmm. Um, you you uh, went to a temporal insta, uh, some kind of weird place in time and space where every possible permutation of the vault dweller from the first game hangs out in a bar. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, what is, they, the name of it's so cool. It's like I can't the impossible bar. I can't remember. It's so cool though. And like, there's like, I, w- I decided to go with a melee build, and I had some trouble at the very beginning of the game, but I, I, towards the end, I was pretty tough. And if you go dressed as nothing but the vault suit, dog meat will join you from the first game. Yep, because he'll recognize you because you are the descendant. Mm-hmm. But there's also, there's yeah, there's just a bunch of cool little things like you come across a great chasm, and there's like this old man on a bridge. What is your favorite color? I don't know that. <laughs> and he explodes. And you get a really cool robe that mm-hmm. I will wear in lieu of power armor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there is a, another t- like there's a podunk town called Modoc you can visit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sulik has a really great line here. I believe if this is a one horse town, I think the horse just died. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apparently everyone here is quaking in fear of a ghost farm. Because there is a farm that actually has crops growing, which is rare because they're, they're hit, they've got the drought too. So the crops are good, but they go out there and they see ghosts. They don't want to go. They don't want to deal with that. So you go out there, and it turns out the ghosts are just scarecrows. <laughs> and as you're investigating, you fall down a trap door, and a bunch of normal people with guns just like, oh god, that looks like it hurt. You okay, man? Like, oh hi, we're, we're the slags. <laughs> we're basically the Morlocks from the X-Men cartoon. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we're totally cool about Modoc. I mean, look, if they want food, just give us medicine and don't bother us down here. We like it. We, we, we hang out underground. It's cool. It's co- it, uh, I guess literally it's probably a better idea than living up top right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> like we go up at night to harvest and we'll be happy to provide food for them. So you literally just solve all the town's problems by <laughs> not being as scared by a scarecrow. <laughs> And uh, there, there's a few other things. Like, there is a w- very interesting cuisine in this town. Uh, an omelet. A very big omelet. Made from a very beefy egg. And if, you, and if you don't mind killing the entire town, or being very sneaky, you can sneak into the chicken house and you find a death claw. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, the death claw eggs. Good for omelets. And... Uh, it is, it, it, uh, according to Fallout New Vegas, it is canon that you shot that thing in the eye. Oh, is it really? Someone will reference, like, I got this recipe for a new kind of omelet, um, but uh, she, she couldn't do it anymore because her pet Deathclaw got shot in the eye by a wanderer. <laughs> he just walked in, shot it in the eye. <laughs> by God, it's been broken in half. I've never gotten, I've never done that. Yeah, I've I did never that, done that I, that game. And there's another thing that I missed on my first try. Somebody wants a locket. 
because he he drops it down in the outhouse. Oh, that's that's easy. I'm a main character. I don't I don't get stinky. This isn't deadly premonition. <laughs> Drop down the toilet. <laughs> you find the locket, but it's behind a boulder. <sighs> well, don't worry. I have dynamite. It's a like it is specifically mentioned that if you shoot at the creatures down here, the methane gas will ignite and kill you. So, well, I'm not going to shoot. I'm going to put dynamite down on a timer so I can leave. It'll blow up after I'm gone. It still seems like a bad idea, but whatever. <laughs> Just for a locket. So you set dynamite. You go. You leave. The outhouse explodes. The town is covered in crap. But you get that man's locket, and he is just so happy. <laughs> this is also, of course, where you can uh, get shotgun wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. Remember. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. The um... you have soiled my daughter's purity. She is now a member of your party. Yeah, she she could be a follower. Yep. And, uh, okay, so another, another big, this is the big one. This is a big one. New Reno. Oh, yeah. New Reno, this is where you can become a porn star. I, this is where you can. Oh, God. You, like, you have to start out as a fluffer, though. You got to start. That you know, is true. Yep, yeah, that you, is true. Oh. And you take you take health damage. Yep. But you know what? You take health damage on any entry-level position. <laughs> Look, when I was mopping floors, I was taking health damage. I'd have been like it's it's the fluffing of retail. Is there actually? I don't remember. Is there any actual story progression in Arena? Um, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that goes on. I can't remember if it's actually absolutely necessary. All the mob shit side. I I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. A lot of it's optional. Like, like there's the Wright family. They're they don't like drugs. They're okay with lots of sex within mm-hmm. the bounds of marriage, mm-hmm. or at least the patriarch of the family and the matriarch of the family are. Right. To the point where she has like 27 kids and the Catholic priest is saying she should cool it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they have, uh, they're the weakest ones, but they, they want, like all the mob families have like cool stories attached to them. Like they, like one of their sons got hooked on Jet and he, died and that's the thing but this is where you start the quest where you find the guy that made jet isn't it yes i believe so myron Mm -hmm. and myron is the ultimate alt-right blogger yeah if there was if he knew about the enclave he'd be carrying water for them (laughs) like all the way to the gas chamber literally he would just be in support fully in support like he's not a mutant. He's smart. He's Milo. However, the fuck you pronounce that last. Oh time. yeah, yeah. Like uh, I'm a super genius, rational liberal. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. I'll cr- like Myron demolishes liberals. <laughs> and I, I, if you have, a, I love if you're smart enough. Like he recognizes you're a tribal, and if you're like, so basically you took meth and added psychogenics to it. I did so much more than that, and you can like. Is there any way you can cure a jet addiction? It is impossible. It is impossible. Well, what if you did this, 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 and this, this, and this? I suppose it's possible. <laughs> he's such a. He's such I hate a, him. I hate. I, I, I hate I, him. I love taking him with you on the party, and like because you just kind of ruin his life in a way. You undo <laughs> his life's work, and the whole time he's just trying to talk about how important he is, and no one cares. <laughs> But this is also the place where you can join the bishops and do like get information on his 
dealings with the NCR and that whole thing with Vault City, but most importantly, it's where you can meet his uh, daughter and his wife. On the same night. On the same night, right after the other. And if you, uh, <laughs> I, 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 if you have a low intelligence, it's pretty funny because it's just the cartoon wolf. When you like, when you meet his daughter on the ground level, she's just smoking jet, and she sees you. She, you catch her interest, and when you try to talk to her, you go, "Ooga, ooga, ooga!" And she just goes with it, takes you, takes you back to her room, and then when she's done, she tells you to leave. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like you were a fun night. Mm-hmm. You walk down the room, and of course you're gonna loot everything because you're in a you're in a mobsters. Oh yeah, Hot headquarters. There's cool, there's, there's cool actually stuff. wicked loot in there's this place. There's a lot of drugs and money in these safes for some reason. Yep. So you see a beautiful middle-aged woman in a golden gecko dress right after leaving her uh, daughter's room, and she looks you over and says, "You know what? This would make my husband very angry." <laughs> I yeah, I was getting back here. Yep. You know, he's always just in that room talking business. He never he never pays attention to me anymore. <laughs> and this is I love that it's so awkward it's so awkward this is one of the first things I remember seeing because one of my friends was playing it like hey check this out like and it's just saying oh character name which <laughs> you you get caught no matter what right yeah because unless you're really good at stealth because you have the staircase going downstairs oh that's right is in that room yeah. where the drug boss mob the thing is how did his daughter get you up there that's a very good question. You just kind of teleport upstairs. Like you basically if you want to do that, you have if you want to do that without dying or killing everyone, you have to basically start working for him so you have approval to be in that head up upstairs. Mm-hmm. Like didn't I send you out on a job? Yeah, I was um I got lost. The staircase is right there. I got lost for for ten, I, I, I right. mean, uh, two hours. Yeah, I lost for two hours. I got lost for two hours. Make it four, actually. I did twice. Yeah. <laughs> you were gone for ten minutes, dude. <laughs> <Tops>. <laughs> like, okay, you're you're good. But uh, the cool thing is, um, at the end of the game, New Reno has so many different endings, depending on which mob families you worked with and for how long. But the cool, but if. <laughs> If you did either the daughter or his wife, or both, one of them will give birth to the future conqueror of the ganglands, who will bring everything with with a mixture of cunning and intelligence and pure protagonist strength. Plot <laughs> U- armor. Unites the mob yeah. and becomes king of New Reno. And he dies quietly in his sleep at the age of 73, having never known his true father. <laughs> but the point is, you don't learn anything about the gag in New I Reno. I don't think New so. New Reno's 100% flavor. And my God, how it's much flavor. So much. I, I, I wonder That is where... a brothy bowl of ramen right there. That is. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you roll into... Car, your, your car gets stolen. That's right. Yeah, the, they take it to a chop shop, and it's really... really I'm really proud of the people who run that chop shop, given that there's only one car in circulation in the entire state. <laughs> they were waiting for it. And, buddy, they didn't. When, when opportunity came a knocking, they got butchered. <laughs> right, because I get, I get my car back. Bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, anyway, uh, New Reno's just a great place. Uh, like, uh, you, you go boxing. New Reno's a game in and of itself. It, it, it really is. It really is. And um, let's see. Oh, 
Oh, another place you can visit, Redding. It's a wild west town. Oh, that's there's right. Gold mine you got to get going again. And there's aliens in that gold mine. Don't don't think about it. And you know the you know what? There's oh, those aliens are pretty terrifying. They're pretty high level yeah. enemies. Brotherhood of Steel were right to burn this place in the war that happens after this all over. Anyway, um big one, big one. Broken Hills. You find out about this through Gecko because this is where the uranium from that mm-hmm. like Another thing, you know, you know how in Fallout Three, all these little settlements kind of exist, just like someone coded them and didn't think about why they're there. Mm-hmm. They, like they don't have trade networks, like they don't have like food supplies. Fallout Three has all that. Yeah, uh, Fallout Three has like I mean, Fallout Two has Fallout, all Fallout, that. Fallout, like Fallout Two, like there's a power plant. Oh, that's great. How they get the uranium to you know you know you know make them make the nukes? I mean, nuclear power is great. It's much better than coal. But how do they get the uranium? <laughs> they need they need some uranium for the breeder reactor. Like oh. Well, there's a mine, like, right down there. Oh, that makes perfect sense. There's, there's uranium mines out in the mountains. Yeah, uh, thanks. I'll go check that out. It's a multicultural paradise. <laughs> not Well, not paradise. This is the cool super mutant lives. Yes. Yes. Ghouls, humans, and super mutants just trying to make a living together. There's no... There's. It's not, that, it's not that there's no racism. It's that there is a spirit of solidarity overriding and eroding that. And Ben Shapiro is here. He doesn't like it. He wants to. He wants to start a war that humanity will definitely win <laughs> against the super mutants. Oh, if I, Ben Shapiro existed in the the Fallout universe, like he would have written a book mutants, about you what can't human. trust them. That was a good impression. <laughs> Holy shit! That was really good. They don't. They're not in God's image. <laughs> And he's much closer to God than we are. Um, no, so Marcus, uh, Marcus, Marcus, super, super cool character. He, he um, was a proud member of the Master's Army. Mm-hmm. Proud. Uh, the Master was a very cool final boss because his philosophy made sense until he it could didn't. defend it until he realized that there was one critical flaw that he couldn't account for. Marcus still believed it would have worked. Like he, he, he's not pushy about it. We talked about this in New Vegas. He has accepted that he has lost, that his dream will never come to reality, but he still defends it. He still carries a candle, a flame for the master. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's a uh, Renee. Yeah. He's Renee. Yep. Wow. The monarchy thinks not, the monarchy is not coming back, but you're not going to sit there and tell me it wasn't beautiful while it was here. Oh God. Yeah. I, it was just like no more differences, just everyone getting along. Everyone is a super mutant. <laughs> everyone would be a super mutant, but we'd all be together and we'd all work towards a common goal. And like uh, you talk to him about how he came to be here, how a human, like how humans, ghouls, and super mutants can work together. So he explains ghouls and super mutants work in the mines. Humans do the trading with other humans, which makes perfect sense. It's a good mm-hmm. distribution of labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Marcus says that his town got started because well, after the master died, he, like most super mutants, just kind of wandered around. He had no purpose anymore. So he just... And then he... And then the Brotherhood of Steel were sending out knights to kill the remaining super mutants, hunt them down as a threat to mankind. And out in the wasteland... One of those knights, a paladin, comes across Marcus. <laughs> they have like a wild, wild west showdown where they just keep shooting each other until they run out of ammunition and they start fighting each other. It's like a Greek. Ep- he tells this like a Greek epic right. for three days. 
They fought, and in their battle, they carved out the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> and then they got, and, and then after a while, we just kind of stopped fighting and started laughing because what are we doing? Right. So we just kind of like hung out and like, and just kind of wandered the wasteland. Every where we went, people would start following us around. It's like Forrest Gump. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? Why a, a, a Brotherhood of Steel knight and a super mutant hanging out without killing each other? What are what is what is your purpose? I just felt like walking. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they stop because there's like a well and there's a uranium mine here. And they're like. I'm awful tired now. <laughs> Think I'm going to found a multicultural paradise. <laughs> and if you do the thing where you undermine the racist plot to under the racist plot to break up this multicultural paradise, uh, he will decide that the town is secure enough for him to go along with you. See what you're up to. Who's got the racist plot? Uh, there remember. is some human, just some human. Some asshole human. In the town. In the town. In the town. I forgot about that. Yep. Uh, There's also a super mutant who um, wants to arm wrestle you. And if you lose, you become his love slave. I don't remember that. Yeah. And you're going to lose unless (laughs) you... The power fist is not worth it. (laughs) What do you get for that quest? If you lose a ball gag. (laughs) <laughs> it's just in your inventory now. <laughs> Something to remember the quest by. But you also get a cool power fist if you win. I never use power fists anyway because I like pistols. Right. I, I don't I, like I, I don't like melee builds yeah. and the isometrics. They're fun in the uh, in a uh, New Vegas. Yeah, they're very fun in New Vegas. But anyway, uh, so Marcus uh, decides to join your party. You know, you know what? That's cool. That's uh, dude. You're the coolest person. Like you're you're. A strong combat character. You got a cool backstory. You got a great voice actor, and you're a super mutant. We need you in our crew. We need you, man. You, like you, you, you don't. I don't. You don't need us. We need you. Right. <laughs> so he squeezes into your car. <laughs> I love the Taco Bell at two a.m. run of a game. This is. Because <laughs> you've got like Vic. You've got some. Pa- You've got some gangster. You've got a super mutant squeezed into the bitch seat. <laughs> you've got uh, you got uh, the um, the the, the alt right blogger. Yeah, you got the, you got Myron in the trunk. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you get you get a room all to yourself, Myron. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Post a four chan in there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I t- <laughs> yeah, like five like five days go by. Everyone see Myron. We never let him out of the trunk, did we? <laughs> Oh, that uh, that smell. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, and then he's like cooking jet in there. God dang it! <laughs> so, so um, yeah. After uh, Broken Hills, um, like you start heading like south. It makes sense. You got you got to explore the map a little bit. Uh, and there is like there is a a, a few, there are a few quests with like raiders and slavers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Marcus hates slavers, mm-hmm. uh, which is another cool thing about I mean, Marcus. I mean, that's just like on principle, he hates slavers. Mm-hmm. Like he he believes firmly that all of humanity should have been converted into mutants, but he's that's just because <laughs> he thought the master was right. He right. hates slavers. That's part of his moral code. And um, you along the way, you encounter a place called the NCR, which has laser fences. It is a futuristic town. Vault City, eat your heart out. You don't have to be slaver. You don't have to be a slaver 
Yeah, in, to be cool. NCR is the um, NCR is the DNC. Yeah, it um, is. It, it is. It's a liberal <laughs> democracy. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, there, there there are social democrats in the NCR, but they have compromised themselves irreparably <laughs> by They're working within the system. No longer passing that purity S- test. System. Like <laughs> 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 <A> Cobra Commander. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't uh, have that. Uh, they don't have that uh, Sanders immunity either to no, the uh, purity no. test. No, they they haven't earned it. They haven't, they haven't earned, earned it. <laughs> you know what, President Tandy? She's been in office for four four terms, but in that in those four terms, she has uh, you know compromised. So, <laughs> like, so yeah. everyone everyone's got this wool over her eyes. Like she she gave us welfare instead of total control. So you know, look, if I if I can't have everything I want, I want nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Give it but, over to the fascists; they'll do better. Just to prove a point. <laughs> but yeah, um, Tandy is president of the New California Republic. Yes, and it is Tandy, and it is Tandy. She's and old. she's an old woman by now. Yeah, and she is kind of like she's a very cunning political creature. Mm-hmm. She is ultimately behind the imperialism and <laughs> against she, Walt City. Yep, and she is. Uh, she has. Full, it's a really cool character to encounter in a sequel because she has fully matured into this cunning political fox. Yeah. Um, whereas the last time we saw her, she was the spunky teenager that was going to get out there and make everything better. <laughs> and now she's... Um, she's not... She's Benghazi-ing uh, Vault City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I, I, she has a very simple quest. She needs computer parts from... Vault 15, which is where they came from. Uh, unfortunately, there are squatters in Vault 15. Now, she doesn't want you to kill them, but she wants those computer parts. So if it comes to that, that's fine, but she would prefer a peaceful solution, and it's a very easy peaceful, peaceful solution. You just go there and say, hey, do you like universal health care? Well, okay, well, let me think about this. What kind of universal health care? Because if it's that Swiss crap, that's not real universal health care. Larry, shut up. I do, in fact, want universal health care. I don't care. <laughs> so you know, the squatter's like, okay, you, you're offering medicine and civilization. That's all we wanted. You take your computer parts. Mm-hmm. It's actually really simple. But you, like, there's a Do lot. they have computer parts in the NCR? Yes, they do. Just yeah. not these. Just not these. They, wait, we need some kind of... So, in fact, if you join the NCR, you'll still have your computer parts. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a bunch of, like, there's a lot of absurdly high-tech things in here. And there's also a kind of an interesting rancher. There's, like, a, a, a senator who is, he's cottoned on to Tandy being a little less than pure. Like, I understand there's some things going. I think, I think she's behind those raider attacks on, on Vault City. And that's not right. That's, that ain't right. That, that's it's not, not right. right to harm fascists. That, that's, <laughs> she's doing an imperialism. Now, look, the Union should never have crushed the South. It's <laughs> infringing on their freedoms. <laughs> I, centrists, Twitter people. I Literally <laughs> the only, the only deplorable character, the only 100% deplorable character in Disco Elysium <laughs> is the perfect centrist. <laughs> uh, we gave him, uh, you turned him into a murderous psychopath. We gave him a career. <laughs> He holds his po- he holds out his finger as if he's just made a point. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the flavor text, isn't it? Yeah, as if he has just made a point. 
And he, there's a pregnant pause as he waits for you to quake in fear. You have been destroyed, liberal. Uh, so yeah, that 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 is um. Uh, you find out a lot. There's a real like. Uh, I want to move on. NCR is really cool. It's not Shady Sands. It grew out of Shady Sands. It's not like if this were Fallout Three, two hundred years later, it would still be a medieval sand hut. Yes. But it's it's that that's uh, we we mentioned this before in the New Vegas uh, one. What we love about uh, the real fallouts, what we love about one, two, and, and New Vegas is that it's about civilization progressing still. Mm-hmm. Whereas Fallout Three and Fallout Four is all about like look how big of a piece of shit we live in, <laughs> and that's just the way it is. And um, and, if only there was a chosen one. Right, and what's ironic is that there is, in fact, a chosen one in Fallout Two, and the chosen one doesn't actually do all that much. He is mo- he like the world's moving on with or without him. He can change it, mm-hmm. but not on his own. Wow, nudge it. Yeah. Wow, that sounds familiar. Yeah, doesn't yeah, it, yeah, listener? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, like, uh, there's a quest. I can't remember where it was, but it like it. Re- the, the thing that really I I can't <laughs> like the big icon like the Fallout. The bottle cap thing. Everyone loves it. Oh, it's so cool that they have their own currency of things that we, in this world, would find worthless, but to them would be great. It's such a cool thing. Like, Fallout is so cool that they have bottle caps for currency. And then in 200 years, on another part of the continent, it's still there because of nostalgia. In Fallout 2, there is a quest where, like, Old Man Lou, old man Lou had a great treasure. Millions of dollars. And I know where he buried it. You just need to lower me down to this cave, and we'll split the winnings. Oh, what? I found it. By God, it's a whole treasure chest full of money. Oh, that's weird. You pull it up. It's full of bottle caps. And you leave him down there because you're just fuming that this treasure is worthless because nobody uses bottle caps anymore. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's screaming up from the hole, pull me up, there's a death claw down here. Oh, I can't believe this. Of all the low swindles, I wasted precious hours uncovering two million worthless bottle caps. (laughs) I could barely get 15 bucks for these in the NCR. Look, I need... I need $5 notes with Aerodash's face on them <laughs> to get by in this world. Um, it's such a cool thing, but yeah. Oh, yeah. So eventually you make your way back home to Vault 13. Your, well, not your home. But, but the, the ancestral home. Yeah, it is Through a vault. Through clues and stuff, you have found out about Vault 13. Yep. It, is, it is a vault that has never been opened, therefore its geck is intact. Interesting thing, though, there are a bunch of death claws, but they're not hostile. In fact, they're intelligent and talking to you because the uh, there's a group of people called the Enclave who have been experimenting with FEV, that thing from that the master mm-hmm. was doing. There was also a military base, uh, Mar- uh, Mariposa military base. They were excavating that, and there was some kind of uh, accident where all the workers that they had conscripted, the slave workers, got exposed to it and turned into dumb super mutants because they were surface dwellers exposed to the faulty watered down FEV getting exposed to a secondary dose messes it up, messes everything up, makes you stupid, strong with stupid. 
So that's like the thing. There was a there was an enclave dig site here, and there was an FEV leak. That's the flavor of that setting. And apparently, the death claws were turned intelligent by being exposed to FEV. And uh, one like there's a bunch, and they go through like the history of their people. Like, yeah, we we set up shop here in this vault. It was uh, apparently the enclave kidnapped everyone who was living here. At the very beginning of the game, <laughs> the cutscene. There is a the, the tutorial is like hello vault dweller. If you're seeing this, then the government of the United States has given the all clear, and you can go out and build a better world. Are you strong? Are you smart? Or are you lucky? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, you show up and like, like the op- like the opening cutscene. You see those cool guys in that cool non Brotherhood of Steel power armor. They're opening the gate, and you see like a nuclear family, a man, a woman, and a small child, and they're waving happily, and they're backlit. There's a glow from the vault, and you see the guys with the miniguns looking at the waving people, but then they real, but then they see, you know, I, that silhouette, those are black people. <laughs> that raised hand is a threatening gesture. <laughs> gesture. So technically, everyone but those three, that nuclear family was kidnapped. <laughs> the nuclear family is dead. <laughs> From the oh. opening cutscene. Oh, that's right. They get yeah. gunned down. That was like it was the joke. That was the joke opening of Fallout Two. But it was canon. It was canon. That's what happened to Fault that's Thirteen. What, that's you don't know, but that's what happened to Vault Thirteen. Wow. So okay, there's a place called the Enclave that is kidnapping people from the mainland. Okay, that's a big that's a big deal. I'm gonna head out, and you. Oh, of course you made a you made a friend though. There's a guy, a Deathclaw who wears a robe. <laughs> You're okay, get it. <laughs> so now you got a death claw in a robe, a super mutant, traitor Vic, an overweight, pudgy middle major middle aged repairman, a gangster. Your shotgun wife. <laughs> Your shotgun wife. You know, like you've got grandma in a in a rocking chair. In a rocking chair strapped on the top. <laughs> She's talking about smoking crawdads. You're hot boxing. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, guys, we gotta. You know what? We did get, you know, it made it to Vault. We made it to Vault Thirteen. We've got the Gek. Let's go home. But then you get a psychic vision from the Medicine Man, who says they came in steel birds and swallowed up our tribe, and they shot me. <laughs> Just me. I'm the only one they shot. <laughs> Just like that nuclear family. <laughs> yeah. I'm very peeved. I raised my hand in peace, and they took it as a threatening <laughs> gesture. I. <laughs> You must save our tribe, chosen one. <laughs> okay, you know that they're on an oil rig. You know the Enclave is behind this. They've You've seen this guy in power armor, a really big guy in power armor, and he's been murdering random people. Like, you also see, like, uh, the Brotherhood of Steel is uh, has a bunker somewhere. I think it might be where we're... Oh, yeah, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. San Francisco. Apparently, San Francisco is a very high-tech city. In the future. <laughs> and now, I guess. But uh, it's also, it's a city of contrasts. Lopan hangs out there. <laughs> you got your Scientologists. You got big trouble in little China. <laughs> uh, it turns out uh, the Xi, the Xi the, the civilization, is the crew of a Chinese submarine that was marooned after during the war. And they decided to just interbreed with the residents of San Francisco 
and found a new society. And they founded a very advanced society because they had a bunch of technical people. And they had a nuclear sub. And they had a nuclear sub for power plants. Which uh, is a, it's just, it's a nuclear sub. I don't know if you've read up on a lot of them, but they're incredible. Like, yeah. yeah so yeah, that can, makes that makes perfect sense to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, so it, it just I, you, you just explore San Francisco. You can buy power armor here. Yep. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. That's how I actually got power armor. Yeah. You can fight Lopan in the uh, honor <laughs> ring to uh, take take his gang down because his gang, his street gang. <laughs> <laughs> You can also join the Church of the Hubologists, mm-hmm. not the Scientologists, but the Hubologists. Yeah, um, you, you, there's a bunch of movie stars who are vouching for this place, and you can help them build a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> I love the reference. That these are this is before se- this is seven years before South Park did their Scientology episode. Yes, two years before Battlefield Earth came out. <laughs> They were they had their finger on the pulse of America <laughs> when they made this game. Anyway, big like uh, just moving forward fast. I gotta move a little faster here. Uh, San Francisco has an oil tanker, and there's a bunch of gangsters who kind of live on it, but they're they're cool. You do some uh, work for them, and they say, "Yep, uh, if you go to Navarro and get the codes to let us dock at the uh, oil rig, yeah, we'll take you." So you go to Navarro, and you can convince your way you could bluff your way past the guard by giving some random password what's the password i i I, yeah i'm a soldier the password is sheep herd okay shepherd shepherd (laughs) shepherd shepherd. (laughs) okay you check out (laughs) so you go to a drill sergeant and you could i I love that you could be dressed any which way like you'd be dressed like if you're like a low intelligence one character one, one intelligence character just in like a loincloth with a battle axe and look, you're out of uniform, private. (laughs) (laughs) So you get a uniform, which also doubles as the perfect disguise because all enclave soldiers look alike. Right. So you get what you need from Navarro and then you go back and you plug the uh, coordinates into the the rig and you get that cutscene of leaving with your party to face down the heart of this game's uh, um, philosophical enemy. The United States government. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just like, you know how people always talk about how they hate politics in video games. And I, and I, I you know, I rag on Twitter leftists a lot, but at least they understand that everything is political. That, yes. It's the kind of, ex- look, there's a reason all of us leftists are crazy. It's because you've given, you're cursed with the knowledge that everything <laughs> is terrible <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. So you keep looking for. <laughs> Things to believe in. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, you, this game, you meet the president. You, you just walk in, and the president will tell you he is a Republican, and he wants to kill. Does he actually emphatically state Republican? Oh, the vice president. Vice President Dan Quayle <laughs> says, <laughs> you can have an argument with Dan Quayle, and he just talks in Dan Quayle quotes. <laughs> And you can say, look, Dan Quayle, why do you want to release the FEV, a modified FEV virus to kill everyone who's been exposed to the FEV virus to adapt to the radiated wasteland on the mainland? I mean, you only have like, why did, why should only the pure humans live? I mean, there are hundreds of thousands, millions of people even on the continent who have adapted to life. They're doing really well for themselves. Why would you want to kill them when we can just like, you know, not do that and all work together and pay common taxes to a central government? <laughs> that could be you if you were just a little bit less evil. 
but right now, dude, you're the, the reason people are not leaving the plantation to vote for you is because you are literally the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan Quill's like, I'm not a problem. I'm a Republican. Like I said, you're a problem. <laughs> it's the exact line. This is why uh, this was like people to, like like had a, like went like people. The wait, that's the actual line. That's the line. That is the line. I I'm not a problem. I'm a Republican. Like I said, you're a problem. That's the line in the game. But but oh oh, oh a black woman is in my game. Oh, why are you getting political? <laughs> why can't you be more like the old times, the good times? When Republicans were emphatically the enemy, <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah. Uh, for, by the way, for our younger viewers, Dan Quayle was the vice president of uh, George H. W. Bush. Yes, the uh, father of the Bush, who was in the presidency when you were a child. <laughs> a proud Hoosier. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, Dan Quayle. Yeah. Oh, the, Dan Quayle was from Indiana, yeah. wasn't he? God yeah. damn it. Yeah. That's uh, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> now the president Richardson. <laughs> he's not he's not stupid he's just infuriating because uh, he's got this idea that only pure humans deserve to live and he's just going to work with that like uh, <laughs> like he, he has arrived at his conclusion and he is a smart man therefore he is right he's not going to change his mind and he admittedly does have some science homework the reason he abduct, abducted both vault 13 and Arroyo. Arroyo is because they represent a very unique science experiment, an, an unintentional but very interesting one. Vault 13 remained underground. They're completely unaltered from pre-war humanity. The people of the people who went to Arroyo um, have been exposed to the wasteland for 84 years or so. Uh, there's three generations or so that have passed. You get to see the effects of the low-level FEV and radiation on the humans, which isn't that much, except that it makes them a little tougher and more resistant to radiation, which mm. is good. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he doesn't like that. Like, not, he just takes that like, oh, well, look, if, if America's going to be great again, the mutants have to die. <laughs> but look, we're not building the United Mutants of America. We're building the United... <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Women's. <laughs> I'm not saying. What? <laughs> like Rick Santorum barges in. That was. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was him. Back in 2012. <laughs> Rick Santorum. <laughs> the blood people. <laughs> he was clearly going to say black people, and it was going to be a huge. Pro like, they were talking about crime. You're talking about crime. This is the problem with these. Blah. He was literally going to say black people do all the crime on live television, and he caught himself, and it was. Blah. <laughs> <Blah>. Prince. <laughs> and it was in. What's funny is nowadays they have shifted so far to the right; they wouldn't have even stopped themselves. They, they would have just doubled said down. It. Like uh, they would double in down. Big rent in big win in big win for Trump. He drops the N word. He reclaims it for white people everywhere. <laughs> Finally. It's, it's so fucking twisted. That's our twisted. word. We invented it. It's so fucking <laughs> twisted. It's so twisted. The, uh, 2020 drives everyone insane. It really does. I, I, this is a terrible, <laughs> terrible world. What are you doing listening to a podcast? <laughs> why are we laughing about it? Why it's are, horrible. Why aren't we digging a hole? I don't know if it's going to be my grave or a bunker <laughs> or both. 
But I feel like that's the most rational thing I could be doing. Like, I've got a brain parasite, and I want to just sniff cats to get toxoplasmosis. <laughs> it's just... It, uh, I'm it's, sorry. The, is Fallout really so much worse no. than our world? <laughs> that's <laughs> terrifying. It used to be funny because it was terrible. But much, much like Warhammer 40K, you know what? The Scala Pergymium, that, I, you know, if you show some aptitude, you won't go into debt. <laughs> They'll send you to a war zone afterwards. But yeah, oh, it's, uh, my anyway. God. So... President Richardson. So you stick a bunch of drugs in the president's pocket, and he dies, and no one notices. <laughs> <laughs> and you help the Vault 13 people and the Arroyo people escape. You have your big uh, reunion with the elder. Like, ah, oh, chosen one, you've done it. <laughs> I don't know what this place is. I have no cultural context for what just <laughs> happened, but good job. <laughs> Like what? 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 Ex- what instructions are you giving this tribal woman? Okay, I need you to go down three st- flights of stairs, take a left, hit the <laughs> hit the green button on the door, press the emergency key code three six four two three six four two one. Go to the next door. It's going to be reversed. <laughs> <laughs> Hang her right. There'll be a guy called Trader Vic, a super mutant and an intelligent death claw, and they'll be and they'll help you get off. <laughs> Help the Vault 13 people. I don't think they understood, understood a word I said. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you make a mad dash to escape. I think you, you, can, you can convince a scientist that what he's doing is wrong and he should, in fact, be killing the, the fascists. Mm-hmm. Or you could just smash a computer to start the self-destruct. Either way, rig's going to explode. But there's one guy, that Frank Horrigan guy, that enforcer you've always been seeing in the wasteland killing people for mm-hmm. no reason. Frank Horrigan is an idiot. He always was. In the backstory you get for him, he was always a low-intelligence brute of a man. But he was, I'll be damned if he didn't love America. <laughs> He's literally one of those, uh, one of those uh, murderers who doesn't get tried. Yeah. Um, yeah you know who we're talking about. He is Cop. so <laughs> patriotic that he quickly works his way up the ranks of the military to become the personal Secret Service bodyguard of the president, who he sees as unquestionable. He's my president. <laughs> yeah. And he uh, and America is 100% in the right, and we're going to kill all the mutants. Thing is, Frank Horrigan was at Mariposa, and he was exposed to FEV. And he wasn't that smart to begin with. And the FEV didn't turn him smarter. <laughs> <laughs> like he can talk, but like the enclave should have just killed him according to their ideology. But instead, they decided to experiment on him, and he becomes not just a super mutant, but something even weirder. And they slap him in like he's a cyborg and a super mutant. He's got nine hundred ninety nine HP, kind of like that. Uh, it sounds kind of like that. A uh, dumbass uh, plot line they went with on the mountain on the later seasons of uh. Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah. The ultimate weapon. Only he has. A, only Frank Horgan has a character. Exactly. Because it was such a fucking stupid. Because despite line. everything, he is human, mm-hmm. and he is emphatically white. D- just ask him. Yeah. Just dude, ask him, dude. I'm a, I'm red white. I piss stars and stripes. <laughs> dude, you don't even have genitals anymore. The lower half of you is literally bionics. You're you're bionics. <laughs> Dude, you're a super mutant. The president's plan will kill you. You'll kill you. I'll, I'll kill you, in fact. No, I love that. 
this is a very hard fight. There's a lot of ways you can make it easier. You can hijack the defense network to shoot him a bunch, which will not kill him because he's just that tough. Right. I don't. I have a thing with party members. I don't want Trader Vic to die. I don't want Marcus to die. I don't want my dog to die. I don't know why about my dog. <laughs> I don't want the Death Claw to die. But you can also recruit some Enclave soldiers who say, "Guys, I'm not going to get. I'm not going to discuss politics with you because I don't think you're capable of switching gears. I'm going to tell you two very simple things. This place is going to be a mushroom cloud in two minutes. I have a boat." Frank Horrigan will not let you on that boat <laughs> because these colors don't run. <laughs> He'll put a boot in your hands. <laughs> it's the American way. So, yeah, for whatever re- 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 way you do, you prove that a lowly mutant like you, a mutant tribal, no less, who is not civilized, no matter how intelligent you get, you'll always be a tribal in certain people's eyes. Yeah, you kill Frank Horrigan, and he still says, "Ah, you'll." He gets back up. He's just a torso. He gets back up on his hands and walks towards you, and bellows out last defiance. Then you get back on the oil rig, sail away as the rig explodes, and there's that triumphant music. And you go back to the mainland, and you get your postscript of everything like the vault. Vault 13 dwellers and the people of Arroyo mix their unique brands of skills, their survival skills of Arroyo, technical skills of Vault 13, and found a new city. The NCR continues to expand peaceably and through other ways. Through other means. (laughs) And gradually become a mighty, somewhat good power. Um, Like Vault... (laughs) <laughs> you can also play after the game's over. You can go, you can explore, and people will talk to you about, hey, you blew up the Enclave. That's really cool. And one thing, one person in particular you can talk to about is the leader of Vault City. You could tell her, okay, here's the deal. There was, apparently the American government was out in an oil rig, and they were going to kill all of us so that they could reclaim our property for cheap. You know, it's just, it really messes with you, man. I mean, you think... That as a child, the world's relatively good, but then you realize there's just true evil out there. And then this vault city, we're like, wow, I never would have known. Maybe, maybe our xenophobic ways are flawed. Maybe we need to reach out more. If I had just reached out to this president, <laughs> he would have let me in on that. <laughs> like you think maybe the NCR and we and Vault City don't have to fight. Maybe. Vault City can join with this evil American government that will kill us all to, to, to show those liberals <laughs> to own the libs. Yes, to own the libs. <laughs> Take my health care. Own the libs. <laughs> you can also, of course, and uh, you know, more meaningfully, more meaningfully. I mean, that just tells you everything you need to know about Vault City. That's nothing. You go back to the porn studio, having blown up the uh, oil rig, and they get, dude, it's you. You man, I, I when when I, I knew when you walked in that door, I knew you were something special, man. But when I heard that you blew every enclave soldier, I mean that you must have a cast iron stomach, man. <laughs> and they're like, dude, that's not how it went down. I didn't blow them all like that, not like that, dude. You don't have to be humble. <laughs> you don't have to be humble. I know that must have sucked, <laughs> but that's what. 
makes you a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> this game, dude. This game. It's having so much fun with itself. Uh, and like, there's a bunch of... I love the other 90s references. Um, like the Magic the Gathering game. Like, dude, there's something on the streets that is more addictive than Jet. And, and it's twice as bad. And it's tragic, the garnering. Right. <laughs> I remember that. It's corrupting our youth. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I, I, I love this game so much. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I, I think one of the reasons, I think one of the ways you can actually convince Vault City to let you in is by showing off your vault gear. Like you have knickknacks. Yeah, I do. I do think I did yeah. that. Uh, the pit boy in the uh, the jumpsuit. Um, so it's it's interesting that like this game came out in like 1998. I think that sounds about right. Yeah, we I was in middle school, so yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's really interesting that this game had such a. It, it was it was very political for its time. Yeah, extremely political for its time. Um. I've heard, and the vice president was literally named Dan Quill, wasn't he? I think so. It was. It was. If he wasn't named Dan Quill, I actually would be surprised if I went back because he was coded as Dan Quill. Yes, <laughs> he was very Dan. Um, and Richardson was just like the uh, the smart guy who was dog whistling. Right, and uh, and the uh, the nuclear family uh, coming out and getting gunned down. Yeah, uh, because they like the rejection of that image of like happy 50s like you're not in the 50s anymore boy yeah and <laughs> it was uh in the um it, there's just so much to unpack there um the like, uh the fact that uh vault city it, the reason i love that part of the game is it's just such an honest unpacking of uh, of of this we are civilized you have slaves Slavery is a civilized thing, <laughs> right? It's such an honest, hard look. Uh, indentured at servants, technically, right? <laughs> and it's it's the um, well, you know, the Irish were slaves too. <laughs> that old uh, that old lie, that flat out yeah. lie. Um, Do you really think an Irishman would just take that? <laughs> we're so surly, we'd be terrible. We're terrible workers on the best of days. I know. Um. And it's just, it, it's, when I was a kid, it was just that it was rad that you could do all this stuff you weren't supposed to be able to do in a video game. And yeah. then as I grew up, it's like, holy shit, there's a lot to, um, and all this mature storytelling, all this legit unpacking of the, the there is no perfect ideology, there mm -hmm. is no purity test, all of this just absolutely gets, it's just absolutely gets wiped on the ass of Bethesda Softworks when they purchase the IP until they allow the original <laughs> the originals to work on New Vegas and New Vegas is one of the most poignant political games of all time. Um, I know. I think your your favorite video game character of all time is Mr. House, isn't it? I, I, he's the most infuriating one for me because he goes against. That's my, what I mean. Like. Because I'm torn. I am. Uh, I, I hate Mr. House because he is a Randy and Superman, <laughs> but he actually does seem to have a plan that would work. <laughs> so he's appealing to my nerd, <laughs> my nerdly desire for a space empire. My nerdly. Oh my god! I can't believe I rhymed that. 
<laughs> on the other hand, NCR could probably get there, but I wouldn't be alive to see it. And you know what? <laughs> and also, oh my God, he's Elon Musk. Yeah, I, he's Elon Musk. Like if Elon Musk had a little, ha- little, if Elon Musk had got, uh, got gone to the Wizard of Oz and gotten a brain, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Because House is actually coming up with yeah, all these he ideas. Actually, is Elon Musk just purchased them? Like he is that mythical person who actually got rich by inventing instead of just patenting other people's shit. The um, <laughs> the Elon Musk myth. Uh, I don't know if uh, you heard about the uh, the Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk on it, but dude, like Joe Rogan was absolutely just in awe of the mythos of uh, <laughs> and Musk was just eating it up. Just eating it up. Um, uh, Joe, you could be on the same episode as Ben Shapiro. Yeah, on the other hand, I um I don't I don't really don't like opulence all that much. I get really uncomfortable in crowds. The idea of a cruise ship is appalling to mm. me. Like, like Oh, I hate it. I hate the idea. Like of going it. on a vacation with three thousand other people in Cloak's quarters, that's not a vacation for that's, me. That's a nightmare. Um, and then you like find out there's like five restaurants, bars with like robots. All the all the workers, the crew are like living in cramped quarters. They're all Filipino, making three dollars a day, maybe. Right. <laughs> like this it's is not. Yeah. This is, like th- this is an affront to God, not a vacation. <laughs> yes. It's um. Oh my God! I never realized how much a cruise is just an it's absolute. Just, it's just capitalism. It's just. It's yeah. literally mega capitalism floating. Yeah, it's and um, it's everything L. Ron Hubbard wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I I kind of like the rustic aesthetic of the you know I'm in CR through and through now. I've convinced myself finally. <laughs> okay, another thing I really like the very beginning of the game, the opening title, like, and the first game, the opening title is Brotherhood of Steel. Like you don't actually see the Brotherhood of Steel throughout most of the Fallout One, but you see them on the cover. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, this is, if you play this game enough, you're gonna get this power armor. Mm. You're gonna meet these people. Second game, you see that power armor, but it's broken and mm-hmm. it's on a tribal's head. Yep, that's so cool because I love it. like the Brotherhood of Steel are in the story, but they're not that big. In fact, they're hiding. Mm-hmm. They're already retreating into their bunkers and hiding because they don't know how to deal with the NCR, who is recruiting tribals and civilizing them. Peacefully or otherwise, <laughs> right? 